What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Slice of TV, where each week we are going through every single episode of HBO's The Last of Us. Today, we are talking about episode five, Endure and Survive. I am your host, Brett Parker, and let's go. Let's talk about it. So as you know, we're going to go through the episode non-spoiler. I'm going to give you my thoughts on what I, you know, of, of everything that went on in this episode, spoiler free. And then, of course, we're going to talk some spoilers. But to be honest, if you're watching this, you should really be watching this show and you should have really watched this episode because this is another good one. It's a banger, as they say. So today we are talking about Endure and Survive, which is episode five, where we are continuing the journey with Joel and Ellie and we are meeting new characters. We are seeing where characters that we saw in the last episode, we are seeing where they end up. And... um we get to see probably one of the most wild scenes in the show so far. It's insane. So buckle up. It's going to be a good one. So, uh, like I said before, it this is another amazing episode. Like, the show just continues to give me more of what I want, more of the things I already know, but also giving them that nice little twist that just, it's it's great to see. Now, I love the changes that the show is doing with certain characters that we did meet in the game. We are seeing some um, different interactions with infected, which is really cool. And we're also, we also get to see exactly where one of the characters, Kathleen to be uh, specific, uh, where she ends up because unfortunately this character will not make it past this episode. Now, to go into more details on things, let's talk about uh, the characters we meet and what they do. So at the end of episode four, we got to meet, we, we got a glimpse of Henry and Sam. Now, Henry was mentioned in episode four by Kathleen as a person she really needed back. You know, she, she, she wants to punish this person and we get the answer to why she wants to do this. We get the full story. Uh, we meet his little brother, Sam, who in this version of the story is deaf, which I thought was a very, very good touch because to be honest, this character in the game was, you know, it was a basic, I don't want to say basic, but it was a brother, and, uh, you know, two brothers, you know, trying to survive. And that's about it. What they do in this, in the show is they give Henry conflict with Kathleen and her group, which is not, uh, she is not a character in the game. So we get to see the conflict, you know, outside of everything, instead of it just being, Hey, these are just two, two more survivors and we get to see what they do. And then unfortunately, you know, things end the way they end, but I, they just continue to give us little snippets of different elements that are making things more interesting. And I'm loving it. I'm loving every bit of it. So Sam is deaf and he's played by a deaf actor. Uh, really? They're not going to put his name. Oh, uh, Kayvon uh, Montreal Woodard is Sam. He is actually deaf, which, you know, is a, is it, a, the representation is there, which is very nice, but it's, you care about this character. I think so much more because he's, you feel like he's more vulnerable and 
you see Henry's relationship with him and why is why he's so protective of him. Of course, it's, he's their brothers, so of course that's one element. But also the fact of you know we find out other things about Sam, and and then by the end the show just loves to just punch you right in the stomach and laugh at you as you lay on the ground you know breathing in pain. So yeah, overall. I love the flow of the show. I love that even though we only see certain characters for a short amount of time, we fall in love with them. And this episode did exactly what episode three did, you know, made us fall in love with Bill and Frank. And then by the end of that episode, you're tearing up because, you know, even though you've known these people for 50 minutes, it hits you hard. And this is the same thing with Sam and Henry. So I think that's about it. I don't know how much more I can talk about without spoiling because literally my brain is going crazy to just be like, talk about it. So for anyone out there who's listening to this who hasn't seen this episode or hasn't even seen this show, why are you listening to this if you haven't seen any of the show? Because I, I can't do this justice. This show is so good. You need to check it out for yourself and you really need to watch this episode because I'm about to spoil the crap out of it. So we open up this episode with kind of a flashback type deal. We see that the that Kansas City is getting overthrown. Uh, Fedra is being wiped out, and Kathleen is kind of... Um, her and her brother are kind of the ones that rise to be the, the leaders of, of Kansas City now, but it's run by free people. And I say that in quotations because... The problem is, is that Kathleen's so dead set on vengeance or on revenge because of the death of her brother, which I guess was done by the hands of Henry, which the thing is about this is like this, the whole thing behind it is so heartbreaking because it's not just the fact of, you know, Henry killed the brother. There is a whole backstory. And even though it's only about a minute or so, it really hits you hard. So yeah, we see the over, you know, the, the downfall of Kansas city from the Fedra hands. We see that Kathleen is ruthless and you know, she pretty much, she is dead set on finding Henry. We then are jumping back to the end of episode four where we meet Henry and Sam. They're holding up Joel and Ellie and now they have to, uh, you know, kind of coexist and, you could tell that these characters don't do this often. And then you later find out that Henry's like, I've never killed anybody. I've, you know, I don't do these things. I pretty much held you up with a, with a empty gun. Um, but we also get to see like relationships form. You see Ellie kind of form a friendship with Sam and it becomes really close. Uh, you see that Joel kind of opens up with Henry. You know, at first it's, you know, it's of course like these people are holding us hostage, but then they, you know, he, you, you grow to learn things about these, both these characters, you know, Joel and Henry. And you get a lot of backstory behind the fact of like why there is an infected in Kansas city. They were all drove. They were all driven. Words are hard guys. Bear with me. They're driven underground. And so that's why you don't see them anywhere but in the last episode if you remember there was like this hole and it was like a blue it was like breathing and you're like there's something under there and in my head i'm like it's a bloater 
Well, guess what? We get to see that for the first time, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. So yeah, we get some backstories of like why there's no infected. We understand. And then we get the, the story from Henry of like, why is Kathleen so mad and why is she going after you? Well, guess what? I guess her brother was, uh, he's the, he was the head of the resistance and he was the complete opposite of Kathleen. Mostly because I think Kathleen is just, like I said before, dead set on vengeance. She wants revenge for the death of her brother. So she, you know, he pretty much has to give up her brother to Fedra because you find out that Sam has leukemia and he needs medicine to save Sam. So he has, to, so in order to get that medicine, he gives up Kathleen's brother to Fedra, who then executes him. So even though Henry didn't personally kill him, he killed him by giving him up to Fedra. That's what pisses Kathleen off. That's why she's all in a hell-bent vengeance. And shit is crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. I love these these little side stories and these things that really flesh out the world that we're living in and or or we're we're you know engrossed in. We then see, you know, just Kathleen is just, she's broken. She is, she is not who I think people expected her to be there. And she's not the leader that I think people want her to be because she, they know exactly what she's doing. But Perry, her, her side, like her right hand man is there to kind of encourage her to be like, guess what? I know this sucks. Your brother being dead. It sucks. We all loved him, but he, but you are more than what he was. You're doing like, she pretty, he pretty much is like putting, I don't know if he's putting a like false information in his head, but it's like, he didn't do anything. You are making a difference. So go on and, and continue to do what you're doing. We then see it's just more, more of, um, you know, Ellie, you know, Joel, Ellie, Henry, and Sam having to travel out of the city to get to, to get outside the city. Pretty much. They need to, they want to escape Kansas city and, um, this is when you see the, it's kind of like an underground bunker where I guess people hunger down during the start of the, you know, during, um, you know, when it all started, when, when the pandemic started. And that is a piece of the game that is actually, that actually happens. Uh, we get to see this room. We get to see a picture that's actually, I know a lot of people probably didn't understand what it was, but there was pictures of two Fedra agents. One's name was Ish. I can't remember what the other name was, but it was something from the game where you actually have to go around and you collect notes that tells you the story of this character. I don't know. I don't remember the story to an extent, but um, you can look it up online. Um, it's part. It's it's a it's a big part of the game. I like how it's a cool little Easter egg. It, they just show it. They don't really explain to you anything. You really get to see Ellie and Sam connect more because uh, Ellie notices Sam has a comic book that she also has read. So they kind of connect on that and they just, they're kids. They're playing, you know, they're playing soccer and uh, Joel and, you know, Joel is being typical Joel kind of being secluded to himself until Henry kind of breaks it, uh, breaks the ice and tells him the story about uh, Kathleen's brother and, and all that stuff and why he did what he did. It's yeah, it's, it's one of those things where if you have played the game, you know exactly what's coming down the road, but how is it going to go? And how is Kathleen going to play in the story going forward? Well, things, 
things get crazy because we get to a section, they escape the city, they get to a part, it's like an old suburban, it's like outside the city, so it's like a suburban neighborhood, and they're going down, it's covering cars, and there's a sniper in a house that's shooting at them, which is part of the game. As I will mention, I always mention things that I remember if it's part of the game. Uh, so pretty much Joel has to try to, he pretty much has them distract him. And then he goes around and takes out the sniper. You find out it's like an old man. And I, I love how it's not just Joel going up to this guy and, and just taking him out. You see that this man is, he's an, he's an elderly man. He has seen a lot of shit and, um, you know, he's, I don't think that he just sees any future. I mean, we don't know who this person is. We don't know his name, but it's one of those things where like Joel walks in and the guy knows he's caught and Joel just goes, don't because he knows exactly what he's going to do. And of course you just hear this, the the gunshot. You see that Joel has killed him. And then uh, Joel kind of picks up the mantle of being the sniper because you see that Kathleen and her gang is coming for him. And you get a really intense scene where you have this front vehicle with like a plow on the front that's just plowing through these vehicles, just taking everything out to try to run down uh, these three. You got Ellie shooting. This is the one thing that kind of bothered me, though, is like Ellie was running in a straight line. I'm like, have you not seen Prometheus? You don't run in a straight line where you have something big coming up on your ass. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So. They, you know, everything is, they, they hide, Kathleen gets out and there's this just absolutely gutting, I don't, not really a speech, but it's just Kathleen having a conversation with Henry as he gives himself up and she, you know, he's like, you know why, or she explains, I know why you did what you did, but don't you think like that was the plan for him, for Sam to die? You know, kids die every day. And I was like damn this girl is this woman is just hell bent to kill this man she does not care she wants to take out any reason for the justification of why he did what he did she just wants him dead she doesn't believe that her brother deserved to die which you know in reality he probably didn't he seemed like a nice guy of course henry even states that he was a nice guy he helped him out unfortunately to save his brother he had to give up somebody and so to give up the leader of the resistance unfortunately that's just how things have to play out. And unfortunately, the truck, the plow truck crashes into a house and it blows up. And as she finishes off the speech and he kind of gives himself up and she's about to kill him. And of course, it's that poetic timing. The truck sinks into the ground and you're and immediately you're just like, oh, shit, what's about to happen? You know what's going to happen. As they stated before, the infected were driven underground, and that's why you never saw them around the city. Well, guess what? They have been set loose because it's a sinkhole, and so many infected, you know, stalkers, clickers, and then we get to meet the bloater. And this thing, different from the game, of course, because in the game, the bloater is actually um, able to rip off parts of itself and throw it and it like explodes and like spores, which if they don't, so they don't have the spores element in the show. So they just, he's just a giant brute. Now a bloater as is the final stage of infected. Like that's, 
the oldest infected. Now, Joel had mentioned it in other episodes or in another episode when she, when Ellie asked him about, you know, how long can infected you know last? And he would state like weeks or months. And then he said, some of I've, some of them have been around for 20 years. Now this is the one of those that have been around since the beginning, because this is the final stage. These things are huge. They're brutes. They are covered from head to toe in the cordyceps, in the fungus. They, it's terrifying. I mean, it, it, and the thing is, it, it's just throwing people around. You, they, to be honest, <laughs> the bloater's not even the most like terrifying part of the entire situation. I mean, of course, the clickers are. My, I think the clickers are the scariest uh, infected. It just the sounds they make, but these things, like there were things running, and it, it's chaos. It kind of looked like World War Z, but a little bit better, you know, and. You know, you have Sam and Henry hiding under cars. You have everybody avoiding things. Of course, Ellie is, you know, she's trying to avoid things as well. And and Joel's up in the house trying to snipe at the infected to try to clear some paths. Unfortunately, you see there's a, a shot of, of Sam and Henry under the truck. And there's a couple clickers or it could be clickers or stalkers. It's it's kind of hard to tell sometimes with the, the way that the scene was shot. And... um. Yeah, you you kind of get an idea of what's about to happen. I won't mention it quite yet. But we do get probably the coolest kill of this entire scene. Actually, I don't know. It's pretty close between our, our boy Perry, who gets taken out exactly the way you get taken out by a bloater in the game, which is they literally, for all my audio listeners, one hand, the both hands go inside the mouth, and it just tears the face and half by the jaw and and it's um yeah it's terrifying in live action as terrifying as it is when you first see it especially when it's your character when you're you're controlling joel and you get caught by a bloater and he just rips your face apart but to be honest the scariest infected was this little girl uh clicker which is just like it's heartbreaking because you're like oh man to have to see a a child infected even a child clicker so uh this will this this clicker you know ellie gets into a car the clicker follows her and does some really cool contortionist moves throughout the car which uh, this clicker was played by a contortionist and uh she yeah the um you know ellie ends up getting out of the car before she's attacked by by the little clicker and we get one more uh, opportunity. You know, Kathleen takes her last shot. Like every chaos is surrounding her. Her people are dying. Perry is gone. It, she, I don't think she sees an end. She just, she just wants Henry dead. That is her ultimate goal. She doesn't care if she dies. And, you know, she holds the gun up to him. And um, that's when you see the little, little kid clicker and it attacks her and it claws the shit out of her. And uh, yeah, they end up escaping. It's a wild scene. It's a well done scene. I love how it's all lit by fire. It's not, there's no, not a lot of lights other than the vehicles. Uh, it was just mostly lit by the fire. I love the way the infected look. Uh, this child clicker was terrifying. It was a, a nice touch, but it also like, it, it makes you feel different emotions because it's not just like, oh, that's creepy. It's like, no, it says this was a child. And now look at what she's become. But the bloater was really, uh, it was something we had seen in the trailers. We knew it was coming, but when was it coming? And when you first see it, it's just, it's great to see. So 
Joel, Ellie, Sam, and Henry, they escape. They get to like an old ho- uh, motel. And this is probably the most emotional part of this entire uh, episode, which is Henry and Joel kind of connect. They have conversations uh, just kind of about, you know, how kids kind of have it easier during this because they can handle things better, which is okay. I feel like it would scar them more, but hey, it's just Joel trying to figure. He doesn't really know. You have Ellie and Sam kind of talking about the uh, going over the comic book. She's just kind of reading it to him and he's got one of those things and I can't remember what they were called. It was kind of like a it's got like a plastic sheet and there's like magnet. Um, There's like a weird pad underneath where when you write it you can write words or draw pictures on it and then once you move, pull up the plastic piece it disappears. And so that's how Ellie and Sam have been communicating. And um, this is when you get the the heartbreaking scene when he writes on the pad. Um, even when you turn into a monster, are you still you inside? And that's when Ellie is like, oh, no, he's bitten. So she goes and. She tries to save him because she's like, I'm immune. I'm going to try to like my blood is is pure. Like my blood is can save you. So she tries to like she cuts her hand. She puts her the cut on his infected wound to try to save him. She feels very confident that this is going to work. I feel she feels confident and maybe she's just hoping for the best. And um, it's that one thing where it's like, you know, stay with me. Be, you know, don't, you know, stay awake with me. And she promises until the next morning when you know exactly what's going to happen where she goes up to Sam and he's, he's turned and he attacks her. And this is the heartbreaking scene. Cause this is when, you know, of course Ellie's getting attacked. Joel wants to save her, but Henry is holding Joel up. And then it gets to the point where Henry just shoots Sam and he's so distraught by what he did. He questions it. He's just, he's just, it's the end. Like, what's the point now? And he ends and he ends his life. And even though I knew that this was coming, because this does take straight from the game, it's so much harder because I feel like I connected with Henry and Sam more in the show than I did in the game. Because like I said, they were just two infected. They were just two people that were trying to survive, just like Joel and Ellie. And they run into Joel and Ellie and, you know, you get to, you, you kind of grow attached to them in the game. And, and of course it's still heartbreaking um, seeing the scene in the game, but you know, Sam going through what he goes through, you know, and Henry just being there for him and sacrificing so much to save him to see how it ends. It's, it's awful. And of course the, the episode ends with Joel and Ellie burying Henry and Sam outside the motel and Ellie leaves an I'm sorry note on top of Sam's grave and they move on to episode six. So I, this show is just fantastic. I I just don't know what else to say about it. Like I am just chomping at the bit every time it's Sunday and and another episode is out and I can't wait to to turn it on and 
And this is one of those shows, like, I don't, like, uh, there's only select few shows that I've ever, like, re rewatched episodes more than once, like, in a short amount of time. Usually it's like, I watch the episode, I kind of get the gist, and we move on. This is such an impactful show that I, I will watch episodes more than once to get, maybe I miss something, or just, it's so good, I have to see it again. It's just like, you know, rewatching your favorite movie. This show was going to be rewatched for a very, very long time in my life. It's going to be good. I can't wait for the rest of the season. Season or episode six is coming out. Uh, I know this, uh, this review came out a little late because the episode actually came out on Friday uh, because of the uh, Super Bowl. So we, we got the episode early, but unfortunately you're getting this review. It's more of just me breaking down the plot. You know how we do this here, but uh, I hope Hopefully we'll have a guest next week. We're going to hopefully I'll have guests for the rest of the season. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to got to do what you got to do to get you guys what you, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy the episodes a little bit shorter than usual. You know, when it's just me talking, sometimes that's just how it happens. But I am so happy that people are downloading the episodes. You know, we've been getting great, you know, download numbers on on all these uh, these episodes. So I have a lot of fun doing them and I hope you have a lot of fun listening to them because it's been a blast. So what did you think of this episode? What did you think of the, of episode five of the last was make sure to leave a comment down below. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, make sure to leave a comment on whatever podcast service you listen on. If you can make sure to rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple podcasts, good pods, leave us reviews, all that fun stuff. Make sure to follow us on all the social medias at dissect that film. Or you can follow me at Parker Dissects on Twitter and Instagram. Also, you guys like my Anaconda shirt? <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Until next time, I am Brett Parker, and this has been another episode of Slice of TV. Bye.